Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. You have reached the host, Motormouth Mosley, calling to you live from the Man Cave here in Rita and Georgia. I want to thank you for tuning in. The phone number, if you're interested in calling in, is 347-945-7975. That's 347-945-7975. And, of course, you can log in onto our site at Wild Talk Radio, forward slash Motormouth Mosley. Click on tonight's episode, join us in chat, send me your questions. I'll do my best at responding. We're also going to go over my NFL picks for the weekend. We've got a game that is still in progress, which is Kansas City versus Denver. Uh, Denver's taking care of business at home. It's 24 to 10 um, with 222 left in the third quarter. Uh, would be surprised if that game doesn't get a little bit closer Denver just actually scored a touchdown to go up by 14. But uh, with the explosiveness and the athletes on the Kansas City Chiefs team, I still think that that's going to end up being one of those games that goes down to the wire. Uh, whoever has the ball last, you know, that kind of a deal. But we've had a great slate of football games over the last couple of days. Got some great college results. Had a great ending to that Georgia-Auburn game. Two top-ranked teams, Georgia, at early in the season was looked at as possibly being a national championship contender, took a couple of shots on the chin, so not necessarily in the running for a BCS championship, but still a very talented and a very uh, formidable uh, team. Played a great game over in Auburn, uh, Alabama, and uh, uh, it went down to literally the last uh, few plays, a spectacular uh, Karam off of two Georgia DBs that should have been either knocked down or intercepted that ended up bouncing up, landing in wide receiver Ricardo Lewis's hands and uh, skating in for a 73-yard touchdown to put Auburn up and uh, actually by the margin that the game ended up in. So some great college football, so a little shakeup, a couple of upsets, a couple of top-ranked teams, got knocked off, and, uh, you know, there's an ongoing debate that we'll get into on who should be the number three team in, in college football. And, of course, this year we don't have a playoff. Next year it will be one. But that's still going to be a problem because they're only going to take the top four teams. And I'm sure there's going to be number five, number six, number seven, who literally think that they should be involved in, in the conversation. Unfortunately, uh, the, the panel, which... Uh, has some interesting parties to it. 
uh, only are allowed to pick four, and then everybody else is left out of the playoffs. But let's uh, let's go over our NFL scores real quick. See how we did this weekend. Took a, had another rough week last week. Won five and eight, five da- five up, eight down. Has us sitting at ninety-five and fifty overall for the season, which still is you know respectable. But uh, over the last two weekends have definitely hurt, and actually today. Uh, hurt a little bit more. Also, here are the scores of the weekend: you had the New York Giants, uh, the New York Jets, fourteen; Buffalo Bills, thirty-seven; you had Baltimore, twenty; Chicago, twenty-three; Cleveland, twenty; Kansas City, forty-one; Washington in an NFC East battle with Philadelphia. It was Washington sixteen; Philadelphia twenty-four. Detroit goes into Pittsburgh, and as as I predicted. Detroit took one on the chin. It was 27 to 37. Pittsburgh Steelers looked like they finally woke up, started to play the kind of ball that we've grown accustomed to them playing. Atlanta, 28. Tampa gets their second win of the season. I believe they're both tied now at 2-8. and eight. Um, Tough year for both squads. I guess they're going after the uh, uh, Marcus Mariota, uh, Johnny Manziel, uh, rally for the draft pick next year. I don't know who they're going to pick. I'm just just kind of throwing that out there. Um, you got uh, Jacksonville losing to Arizona. I kind of thought that Jacksonville would kind of bounce back and win another one, uh, but no, they didn't. You had Oakland going into Houston and, be, and losing to Houston. No, Oakland winning uh, over Houston, which was an upset in my book because I thought that Oakland would lose that game. Uh, San Diego 15, Miami 20. San Francisco in one of the great earlier games tonight was uh, 23-20, New Orleans beating San Francisco. Uh, the Giants 27, Green Bay 13. The Green Bay Packers are in real trouble without Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Uh, just not the same kind of team. And as I said, as an ongoing game right now, you've got Kansas City 10, Denver uh, 24, Minnesota 20, Seattle 41. Indianapolis 30, 30, and Tennessee 27. Um, as I said, a great slate of games. Uh, let me see. Look how we did. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, we're looking at about seven and five, seven and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and six. If we can pull this one off later tonight, we could, you know, look somewhat decent. We need uh, New Orleans to beat Carolina tomorrow. Uh, so it's not going to be a great week for Motormouth Mosley picks, but it was a great weekend of a great football action. I want to go over my NFL uh, power rankings of the NFL teams. Who are the teams that I think as of right now are the strongest, uh, the, the contenders for uh, the Super Bowl championship? At number five, I've got the New England Patriots. I don't like them. I don't like Brady, but got to give them their respect. They're one of the top teams. They play tomorrow night against Carolina. There should be a good game. I think that game's in Charlotte. Yes, Carolina's the home team. So you may see Cam Newton and his boys actually pop up and win this one. So my number five pick is kind of tentative because they didn't play today. Uh, Number four, definitely New Orleans Saints. They look great against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and, that, and I had to pause because that hurt. That hurt. That hurt me to say they looked great against the Dallas Cowboys. They looked really good tonight against uh, a, a very tough San Francisco 49er team. Uh, 
but as uh, they, they pretty much dominated that game, although the score didn't indicate that, uh, they really uh, took it to the Niners and uh, kind of manhandled them up and down the field. Drew Brees is back playing great ball. Uh, as of last week, Mark Ingram, uh, who had been missing in action since uh, his glorious days at Alabama, uh, is now turning into a very, very good running back. Him and Pierre Thomas are one of the, the best tandems at running back in the league. Uh, so it seems like the 8-2 and two, uh, New Orleans Saints have been uh, re-energized and uh, are, are peaking at just the right time in the year. And, of course, having Coach Sean Payton back after his one-year suspension uh, has to do nothing but help. Uh, and maybe that was the, one of the missing links. Also picking up Coach uh, Rob Ryan for the Dallas Cowboys to run their defense, and that doesn't hurt either. So uh, my number four team in my power rankings, in the Motor Mouth Moser power rankings, are the New Orleans Saints at number three. At number three, the top NFC team I have on the list, which is the San Francisco, excuse me, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, a great defense, a great offense, great run game with Marshawn Lynch, a very uh, astute, a very talented field general in. Uh, oh God, having a brain fart. Uh, in the quarterback that they got, um, so it's uh, they are a very and a well coached team by uh, Coach Pete Carroll. So it's a great uh, French, and, and not even to mention the fact that they get to play in a stadium where it is the loudest stay in, stadium in the NFL with some of the best fans in the NFL. Um, so there's no doubt about it that there's some uh, great football to be played. There's some great football to be played. Uh, but it looks like for me right now, uh, even though they're not on the list, I think the top NFC teams are the San Francisco 49ers, New Orleans Saints, and the Seattle Seahawks. Now, as for my number one and number two, that is to be determined basically by tonight's game. And if the game ended right now, uh, my number two team would be the Kansas City Chiefs, who would fall, I believe, to 9-1. and one. Uh and then uh, the Denver Broncos would take over the number one spot. If the game goes the other direction and Kansas City finds a way to come back and pull this game out, then Kansas City would be my number one team and Denver would be my number two team. But I think there's a lot of football to be played. Um, there is a definite difference in the play of the quarterbacks. Peyton Manning is one of the greatest, if not the all-time greatest quarterback to play, uh, depending upon you know, your, your varied opinion. Uh, Alex Smith is who he is. He's still Alex Smith. He may, has some good moments and has some bad moments, uh, but his career has been uh, re-energized uh, by being traded to Kansas City, uh, Andy Reid being there, uh, a great run game, uh, some very quality receivers, uh, Kansas City is definitely going to be in the running late in the year. But I still believe that uh, Denver may be the best team in the league. Uh, overall, week in, week out, they did take one on the chin to Indianapolis. But uh, basically, with about eight weeks left in the season, 
we are going to be looking forward to, well, in the whole entire season, including playoffs, we will be looking at some very, very quality football to be played and uh, a great playoff season. So that's kind of my, my take on the NFL power rankings uh, when it comes to the NFL. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley radio show. Uh, I am the man, Motormouth Mosley, doing what I do best. That's run my mouth and talk sports. Got a couple of people in the chat room want to say hi to you. I've got a couple of callers that uh, have already sent me messages that they don't want to talk. They just want to listen, and I do appreciate that. And I also appreciate anybody who may be listening to this episode at a later time. You may be just calling in to catch an archive later. You may just be kind of skimming through, trying to hear what i got to say. But I want to thank you for taking the time to support what I'm trying to do and listening to what I'm saying. Now I want to bounce over to some NCAA college football because that's, to me, the hotbed of football right now. Yeah, the NFL doing what they're doing, but right now with all the BCS uh, discussions going on and the rankings and the shufflings and the upsets, college football to me right now at this moment is a little bit ahead of the NFL. And uh, so right now I want to bounce over to some college football. I want to go over a couple of scores. I want to go over my rankings, uh, which there has been some shaking up. Uh, as of last week, my rankings were, and no, these aren't the BCS rankings. These aren't the AP rankings. These aren't the uh, NAACP rankings. These are just the Motormouth Mosley, how I look at college football and what I see. As of last week, my rankings were, at number 10, I had Missouri. At number 5, I had Auburn. Number eight, I had Texas A&M. At number seven, I had the Oregon Ducks. At number six, uh, Clemson Tide from Clemson, South Carolina. At number five, I had the Ohio State University. At number four, I had Stanford. At number three, the Baylor Bears. And at number two, I had Florida State. And, of course, at number one, defending two-time national champion, Roll Tide Alabama was my number one pick. Those were my picks as of last week. As we all know, there was an upset with Stanford uh, getting knocked off by USC, who, is, who, I must mention, is playing some great ball once they let go of uh, Lane Kiffin. I believe they are now uh, five wins in a row after get, letting Kiffin go. So... Um, it wasn't – I mean, they were a talented team even when Kiffin had them, but it seems like uh, this Coach Orgeron uh, has done a great job of getting them to buy into his system, and they are playing some fantastic football over at USC. So they knocked off Stanford, who at the time was my number four ranked team in my poll. And the other thing that significantly happened over the weekend was I actually got to sit and watch – a complete Ohio State game. And much to the chagrin of a lot of Ohio State fans who I did have conversations with uh, over the last couple of days, I wasn't impressed at all. I wasn't impressed with um, the skill set of the skill players, the wide receivers and running backs. Although Hyde had a bunch of yards at running back, I wasn't impressed with the speed out wide or the scoring ability uh, that Ohio State showed against a very, very bad Illinois team. 
a very, very bad Illinois team. Yeah, they won, you know, 63 to – let me see. Uh, They won that game 60 to 35, but at the same time, it just was not impressive at all. It just wasn't. And uh, for a team that that was talking about being in the national BCS championship pitcher, they did. They reminded me of of Notre Dame last year. They were winning games. They were beating people. They weren't beating them decisively for the most part. And who they did beat decisively were very, very, very bad teams. So I, I don't. I, what what ultimately happened? after watching the game, was that I ended up moving Ohio State down in my rankings. So this week's rankings, I've got at number 10, I've got a number, I got a 9-1 Oklahoma State team. The big matchup, I believe, is in two weeks when Oklahoma State goes down to Waco and plays Baylor. That's going to be a huge game, not only in the Big 12, but in, in the national uh, championship pitcher. If Baylor wins that game, which I believe will be one of their tough, it will be the toughest game they have left on their schedule. They also got TCU and Texas on their schedule, but that Oklahoma State game will be the game that will be their signature win. That if, if there's any way possible for them to hop over and get into the BCS championship pitcher, it will take a win and a decisive win over a very good Oklahoma State team. So Oklahoma State's at number nine, at number ten, at nine and one. I've got the Ohio State University dropping, dropping from number five all the way back to number nine. And I do understand that they are undefeated. They've got like 22 or 23 consecutive wins. But my problem with them is they haven't played anybody of any subsequence. None of the 20, none of the 10 wins they have this season are impressive. Uh, are against impressive opponents. Uh, so they've dropped. I've got at number eight, I've got Missouri at nine and one. Uh, Missouri is fortunate. Their SEC schedule does not include Auburn, does not include Alabama. So they're pretty lucky. Um, they do have two games left, and they've got number 24, Ole Miss, and they've got my number six, Texas A&M, on their schedule left. So that will be that would bode well for um, Missouri at the end of the season. At number seven, we've got Clemson at nine and one. Dominated a, 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 a Georgia Tech team over the weekend, thirty-one to fifty-five. It, it just was ugly. It just wasn't. Uh, I, I'm sure that Coach Johnson and Coach Buzzy will will get things straight within that Georgia Tech locker room. But uh, that game just wasn't very. Uh, it, it it wasn't good. It just wasn't good. At Number at number six, I've got an eight and two Texas A&M team. And trust me, people, no one wants to play this Texas A&M team late in the season or in a playoff game, uh, in a bowl game. I mean, nobody. They are explosive. They are dynamic. They will score. They will keep pressure on you. Johnny Manziel is the most polarizing, the most exciting, uh, the outstanding college football player, no matter what the Heisman voters say, Johnny Manziel is the guy you want to see play. And uh, a four-point loss to Auburn at home and a seven-point loss to Alabama 
in Tuscaloosa are the only blemishes on their schedule. So you got it right. Yeah, I've got them ranked against some undefeated. I got them ranked higher than undefeated teams, and I've got them ranked higher than uh, one loss teams. Some very good one loss teams. So I've got Texas A&M at number six. At number five, I've got the Oregon Ducks. Uh, the only blemish on their schedule was a loss to Stanford. Uh, for some odd reason, Stanford has their number. Uh, they bounced back against the Utah team that had beaten Stanford, and they beat that Utah team rather decisively. Uh, again, another team that if they are able to find their way into a national championship pitcher, uh, it will be very interesting to see if anybody can keep up with the speed and talent uh, and the constant the constant barrage of offensive prowess of an Oregon team. At number four, I've got Auburn at 10-1. And, one, and uh, they went into Texas A&M and beat Texas A&M. They uh, are extremely uh, well coached. I was very impressed watching the game against Georgia. Uh, it did, uh, they at one point in time had a, a sizable lead on Georgia. Georgia came back and made it a game, actually took the lead late. And as I mentioned earlier, if not for a Hail Mary uh, miracle uh, deflection, poorly played defensive play, uh, and carry them into the hands of Ricardo Lewis, uh, Auburn would be actually a 9-2 and two team. But, it, you know, sometimes you have to find ways to win games that you shouldn't win or that look like you're going to win. So at number four, I've got Auburn. And Auburn uh, left on their schedule. Uh, still had a season-ending matchup for the Iron Bowl against Alabama, and that is going to be large. That is going to be huge. At number three, I've got an undefeated 9-0 Baylor Bear team, played Texas Tech this weekend, dominated them 63-34. to They're averaging uh, over 60 points a game, and that is against uh, some, very tal- some very talented uh uh, teams, uh, but that offense is a juggernaut. They were playing without their number one and number two running backs in uh, Glasgow Martin and uh, Lake Seastrunk. They were playing without one of their top wide their top wide receiver in Tevin Reese. But thanks to some uh, explosive plays by backup Jordan Norwood and Bryce Petty at quarterback and Shaq Linwood at running back. Uh, even with their backups, they dominated a very, very good Texas Tech team that had been ranked in the top 25 uh, but seems to have hit a, sh- a skid over the last five weeks. And I think that skid is due to playing uh, a much better talent. Uh, the meat of the schedule has kicked in, and uh, they have proven uh, that they're not quite at that level yet. Co- Coach Cliff. Kingsbury say that fast three times. Coach Cliff Kingsbury has done a very good job in his first year of uh, putting a very talented product on the field, uh, but uh, they've seemed to wane uh, in the last few weeks. Baylor seems to have stepped their game up. Uh, so I've got them at number three. At number two, I've got Florida State sitting at 10-0. and 0. Uh, Another dominating win over Syracuse, 59-3. Very well could have been a uh, shutout, uh, but uh, uh, in every sense, shape, fashion of the word, uh, a blowout, a dominating mismatch, 
famous Jameis Winston only played, I believe, a half of football, and I believe his stats were like 14 for 18 uh, for 279 yards. That's a, for some people, that's a whole game. Uh, but that was in a half of football, and the coach pulled off the dogs and uh, played a bunch of backups, uh, still dominated the Syracuse team. Um, at number one, Alabama. Uh, and one of the, in a game that was surprisingly close, uh, Mississippi State is a very talented team, a very good team, a very good uh, middle-of-the-road, upper, not quite upper echelon SEC team. But uh, Alabama got by them 20-7. to And one of the few close games that Alabama has played all year. Um, but uh, so that's my number 10 rankings. That's my top 10. And then the review, that's Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Missouri, Clemson, Texas A&M, Oregon, Auburn, Baylor, Florida, and Alabama. And the big discussion has been with a lot of people who should be the number three ranked team. The number one and two is pretty much a given. You know it's Alabama. You know it's Florida State. Uh, I'm not exactly sure why, but Florida State uh, hopped over a couple of teams a few weeks ago, and they are touted as the number uh, two team in the country. Pretty much a consensus in most of the polls, including mine. But the discussion has been with Baylor and Ohio State. And in all honesty, I don't know how you have that conversation without having uh, an, Oregon, an, an Auburn team in the mix. Uh, Auburn is uh, unbelievably talented. I mean, they, they have a quarterback who transferred from uh, Georgia. He didn't get along well there. Went to a JC, I believe, in Kansas for a couple of years. Georgia recruited him as a DB. He was either a DB, a running back, or a wide receiver, or a quarterback. Auburn has transitioned him into a unbelievable uh, quarterback, uh, playing some fantastic football, leading that team, and uh, if not for a 14-point loss to LSU in Baton Rouge, uh, this whole thing could be looking a little bit different for for Auburn. So I don't understand how you can lose to a top-ranked team who was a number six team in the country at the time, LSU, and you lose that one game and you, you're not in the mention of the national championship. So uh, in my opinion, you've got Auburn, you've got Ohio State, and you've got Baylor. Those three teams are probably the three teams that are in the discussion. And you can throw in Oregon, but Oregon seems to stumble their toe against Stafford every year, so they're probably not going to get the respect. Plus, there's the East Coast, West Coast bias thing, and because of the time of the games and people don't want to watch them late, that Oregon may not be getting uh, as much respect as some people would think they should. So if I look at it, if I step out of uh, the Motormouth Mosley shell and I just look at it, Things will ultimately, I believe, play themselves out for the right two or three, four teams to play in the top bowl games and the two teams to play in the national championship. I believe, and it's just my opinion, but I believe that if Baylor wins out, and that is beats 
a highly ranked Oklahoma State team, then beats uh, a TCU team that is talented and suffered a lot of injuries, so their record doesn't indicate how quality they really are. They're sitting at 4-7. and seven. Uh, Could be a lot better, but, you know, it took some losses that they shouldn't have. But I still think it would be somewhat of a, you know, anytime you're dealing with Texas teams, playing against Texas teams, uh, they will be a formidable opponent for Baylor. And then you finish off the season, and what will be Texas versus Baylor, which is, you know, the, the traditional uh, power in the state, the school that doesn't have to recruit, it gets to pick and choose which players they want against a school that doesn't have quite the football tradition as a Texas. They're trying to establish that, and uh, their owner, Coach Art Biles, is on his way to getting that uh, uh, somewhat chipped away. So I think that game is going to be a very good game. Um, so I believe that if, you, if, if Baylor can get by Oklahoma State, TCU, and Texas, that they will somehow magically hop over a Florida State team that whose remaining record isn't uh, anything to sneeze at, but it's, it's nothing to be afraid of either. Um, they've got an Idaho team that they'll probably throw up 80 points against, and then they've got a Florida team, which really isn't anything special. So they'll make it through the regular season, I'm sure undefeated, uh, I'm sure Florida would love nothing more than to go into uh, Tallahassee and knock them off, but don't see that happening. And then they'll play in an ACC championship game, uh, which looks like it's going to probably be against Duke, which they'll probably throw up 90 points against them too. So it'll take, it'll take some doing. It'll take some doing, but, hmm, yeah, it's going to be a tough road for Baylor to hop over. But in either case, I just don't see Ohio State, even if they're undefeated, but against the opponents that they played against, I don't see them being deserved of being in the national championship game. Uh, I, I believe that, that if they win the conference anyway, they're obligated to go to the Rose Bowl, so it won't even matter. So you may end up with a season where you have three or four teams that are undefeated, and they're not the national champion. Because you also got Fresno, and you've got Northern Illinois, who are sitting at undefeated. And if they uh, finish the year out the way people expect them to, with their rankings combined with a couple of uh, automatic qualifier conferences with champions that aren't anything to uh, write home about, they may squeeze into some BCS bowl games and uh, – play some quality opponents, and still may win but may not win the national championship. So things are going to play out the way they're supposed to, hopefully. Hopefully you won't have uh, an ugly national championship game like we did last year against a team uh, that belongs versus a team that doesn't belong. So uh, I'm still holding on to hope that it's Alabama versus a team like Baylor, uh, in the national championship game. I think that would be a great game to watch. Uh, it may be an Alabama versus Florida State game. Uh, the athletes on that game, that would be another spectacular game to watch. But outside of that, maybe Oregon. 
Uh, I don't want to see an Auburn-Alabama national championship game. Don't want to see it. Tired of you know, SEC teams dominating. Uh, but I would like to see a great game. Like I said, you listening to like I said, you, you you're going to have uh, a lot of more ball to be played. We'll see what's going to happen. I'm going to check in real quick on the NFL game tonight. It's Kansas City 10, Denver 27, four, uh, 6.45 left in the fourth quarter. It uh, looks like Kansas City's trying to uh, rally a, some type of, uh, of a comeback. Hopefully that game will tighten up. But I just want to say thank you for listening in to the Motormouth Mosley. We're about to wrap things up for another great episode, another great week of talking sports, running my mouth, doing what I do. And I just want to say thank you for the folks who who uh, dialed or or, or uh, clicked in and uh, are listening to what I have to say, whether you're listening live or one of our archived episodes. I want to definitely thank you for listening in. Had a great time talking sports. Look forward to talking to you again on Tuesday night after my Bible study, because, of course, got to give God the glory. And I want to thank you all for the opportunity to share my opinions, my thoughts, with you for another week on the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. Have a great week. Thank you for listening in, and aloha. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.